XL, Charlotte Sports Live. Really busy Charlotte Sports Live tonight. We got Will Cuckle here. We got Gabe Megan Donald there. And Gabe, I hate this question. He's in the prom. It's a stupid question that gets asked all the time. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It is not. A hot dog is a hot dog. dog. It's like tacos. Tacos are what they are. Don't try to put them in a different category. Let them be what they are. But, of course, you know I love food. We know we both love food. Let's move on to more important topics. Tonight, the Hornets lose another unwatchable summer league game. We're still going to show it to you, though. But let's start with the Panthers training camp just around the corner, my man. Yeah, we are... uh inside two weeks now at this point from now on until week one of the season everyone has hope that is the best part the worst teams in the league have hope you can look at your roster and everyone is healthy i mean if they're not that's really bad the schedule's manageable you can create a path for your team to make the dance baker mayfield's not here anymore and the panthers are on the up and up widely considered a legit contender to win the nfc south and if you do that then that means you're going to the playoffs but of course, the Panthers enjoy their downtime. They need that downtime. But like right now, when they're coming out of downtime, almost ready for camp, they're ready to roll. No, it's, it's actually, you know, when it gets to this point, uh, time starts going by fast. So I, I'm about ready to, uh, you know, get, get ready to work, you know, and, yeah. and get this get this season on. I believe we can be as good as we as we put our minds to it. I mean, people will say we look good on paper. Um, or we got, you know, we got a lot of talent, a lot, lot of young talent, got some vets on the team too. But you really create a championship team between OTAs and, and training camps. Shout out to our boys, uh, T-Bone and yeah. Mac, for that on the Mac attack for on sure. WFNZ. But, uh, like, this is that period of time yeah. where you're, you're kind of back from your vacation. You're ready to go. You're back around the family. The kids are a little annoying. You're like, all right, time to go down to Sparkle City and get ready for some football. <laughs> Let's get to work, man. I think that's the big thing for me. I mean, obviously, you know how much we love ball here. And as a home of the Panthers, it's something that we all been waiting for. But I think the big thing that I want to see this training camp, obviously, we all know Bryce Young wouldn't want to see how he's going to adjust, being around the guys again. But – a guy like Terrace Marshall Jr., this is a big make-or-break season for him. I think if he can come out and really stay healthy but also be serious, which I've seen him a lot in the offseason, I think this could be a big year for him because we've heard a lot of talk, you know, prior OTAs and everything, that this should be his coming out party. Hopefully we can see it play out on the field. The key word for me is opportunity. Yeah. There's an opportunity for Terrace Marshall, and there's an opportunity for Yuto Gross Matos or whoever on the opposite side of Brian Burns wants to create havoc for the quarterbacks because they have got to find – another pass rusher, and you can make a name for yourself when it comes time for training camp. So those two guys in particular, they need to, because if not, they're not going to be here for long, and they're just going to start signing deals and just kind of sticking around the NFL, unfortunately. But here's the Panthers' preseason schedule. So after Carolina hosts the Jets August 12th at the bank, which, by the way, Hard Knocks will be there for that game because they're following the Jets, the Panthers then fly to Jersey for a meeting with the Giants. Then it's back home to wrap up the preseason against the Lions. You can watch both the Jets and Giants matchup right here on Queen City News, Fox Charlotte. But before we get to all of that, we got training camp. I already said it once inside two weeks, just 13 days to go for the black and blue. The first practice is July 26th, but we, CSL, will be out in Spartanburg, old Sparkle City, even earlier. Live coverage from Wofford College starts a week from Sunday, right here on your home for the Panthers. I'm ready for a trip to Beacon to give me some good old fried food. But now we're going to Sin City. Game four for the Hornets Summer League team. They've left a lot to be desired so far. 0-3 entering tonight, and they're taking on the Pelicans. And no Brandon Miller, the coaching staff, deciding they've seen enough from the number two overall pick. So he shut down for the summer, and the Hornets offense 
it was shut down in the first quarter. The game it didn't start well for Bud City, and that is quite the understatement. It was 18 to nothing with under two minutes left in the first. Kobe Simmons driving in, getting the floater to go Kobe. to finally end the drought of the Hornets. They get on the board. Ten seconds left now in the first half. Hornets trailing by eight. Bryce McGowan's with a hand in the face, knocking down that three from the wing, and it's a five-point game of the half. The Hornets roaring back from being down by 20. Now it's an 11-point lead for New Orleans in the fourth. James Booknight as he goes under and lays it in, back within 10 points. Charlotte is, and then Booknight again late steps back, launches the triple, he hits it, gets the hoop and the harm. Couldn't get the four-point play, though. Charlotte, they would lose again. They fall to 0-4, losing to the Pelicans 89-83 to in Summer League action. So the Hornets rookies, they started slow, but their numbers have been solid through four games of Vegas Summer League action. Brandon Miller obviously didn't play tonight, but through three games, he had 17 points, around eight boards, and 2.3 assists. Nick Smith Jr., meanwhile, has averaged 15 points, four rebounds, and three assists, while shooting over 40% from the field. So... I know these games have been rather unwatchable for the most part. There were some bright spots on Tuesday. Yeah. Both those guys went off, but tonight was kind of like, all right, let's just pack it in. Let's go ahead and kind of get this over with. But I think the big thing for me, I really wanted to see a little bit more structure out of the team these past two weeks, and that's something we really didn't get. But I got to give a shout-out to James Booknight last year, obviously going into the season, everything that went down with him. You didn't think he was really taking ball seriously. Now I think this offseason you're seeing him really make those strides, and he could be a key guy in this rotation behind LaMelo Ball at that point guard spot. He had that opportunity. I think he should be dominating more yeah. because he's a guy that's had he's had reps in the NBA. Yeah. He's had reps at the highest level, and he should be able to go out in the summer league and just take over. Now maybe he's not going out there with that intention because there's some other younger guys out there that really need it. Not that he doesn't, but – this summer league has been anything but entertaining. It's been anything but really yeah. productive because there's been no plan by the coaching staff and the front office puts together a roster that has no point guard, therefore you can't run an offense properly. Brandon Miller doesn't play tonight. I don't really care about that. Yeah. It should be noted Kai Jones didn't either. He sh he's really had, I think, the best yeah. summer league. Oh, now. absolutely. I think he's the guy that's really come on strong. And, too, when you look at, obviously, the highlight play that he had dunking over Wimbenyama, I mean, that's something that we're going to be talking about for a while, at least until the season gets here. But he's a guy that really came on strong as well. And also, you got to look at even James Nashi, the guy from FC Barcelona, had some pretty solid plays tonight. So he could be a guy that can maybe sneak into that rotation as well. And so, obviously, summer league pretty much in the books. So the next step is uh, the preseason. So... Hopefully we see a lot more structure because then yeah. you're going to need it. I don't care if they get a win, but it'd yeah. be nice if they got one. Yeah. I, I, you'd, you'd feel a little bit better. Close. <laughs> How about this? Is there a future Hall oh. of Famer in the Panthers QB room? At least one person thinks that there is, and he's a Panther. And he's not talking about the quarterback you're probably thinking about. Not wait to hear that. And despite being picked midway through the second round, one member of the Hornets draft class is making strides in the summer league. We go one on one with Amari Bailey coming up next. And Victor Wembanyama hasn't played a single regular season game in the NBA, and yet he already has come out and said that the league is soft. So do we agree with the French phenom, or is he overstepping his boundaries? Yeah, we'll see. That's the debate coming up later in Quick Six, and we got more CSL on the other side. Stay with us. Lots of talk about Bryce Young and what we might see from him when training camp starts in 13 days, and why not? But the dude on your screen, that's the Red Rocket old Andy Dalton. Massive signing for the Panthers this offseason, mainly because he can step in and he can start if needed, or he can be a veteran presence in the QB room. He can help mentor Bryce Young as well. But the new running back, Miles Sanders, had extremely high praise for Dalton today. Uh, see if you agree. 
you really create a championship team between OTAs and, and training camp. So, and we're about to get into training camp, and that's where it's going to really matter. But I have a good feeling about these guys. Uh, uh, these guys work, and that's the main thing I've, I'm noticing. OTAs. Uh, we got a very, very good young quarterback that's being mentored by a very, very, very good quarterback, future Hall of Famer Andy Dalton. Listen, I'm not even going to drag this out and like make this some huge conversation, but. Andy Dalton ain't no Canton Hall of no, Famer. No, he, he's he, a dang good quarterback yeah. who had himself a dang good career, and I would be envious of. And maybe at TCU, maybe even in Cincinnati yeah. in the Ring of Honor or whatever they do there, but not for the Hall of Fame of the NFL. No. But he's been awesome. But what is with these yeah. guys going to new teams and saying things like this? Like Devontae <laughs> Par- Adams yeah. left Green Bay and then said that about Derek Carr. Now Derek Carr is gone. Exactly. And that's- then who is the one that's compared? Is it Tyreek Hill? Same yeah. thing with. To attack of Iola. He's more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I was like, like, no, no. Guys, no. with all due respect, <laughs> you pump, the pump up your dude's bit. tires, but you don't want to be delusional yeah. and like you don't have to sound ridiculous with right. it either. And then, but I got to think, looking at this roster, who would you think has that potential to be a future Hall of Famer? J.C. Horn, Brian Burns. That's probably it right now. You don't think A.K. Kwanu? You want to see more out he's of him? Not, yeah, he's one it, year. It's, it's one year. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know JC's there too, but JC's got like yeah, all of the potential. Sure. If he can stay healthy, he is a lockdown, yeah. shutdown corner. Sure. Brian, get to the quarterback and you that's can get the there. If he can be more consistent, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of everybody in this yeah, roster. True. Like, yeah. no one in this roster is on the path to be a Hall of Famer. True. I, not that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, there's yeah, like, not, like not we as talk, far as like, you know, sure for like, we know that guys will be in Canton. I can't think of anybody right now, but of the, if these young guys, can keep building and staying consistent. I and they're young, though. So this is, yeah. that's not an insult to any of these True. guys. They're young, so they don't have the resume. Like, we've, we've talked about this recently. Freddie Freeman, yeah. probably not a Hall of Famer right now, but kind of on his way if he keeps going that way. I know it's yeah. a different sport, but that concept, there's no one that's established yeah. like that on right. this roster that is that type of talented. Right. But let's get back to Buzz City real quick because Brandon Miller and Nick Smith Jr. getting all the attention out in Vegas. But don't sleep on their second-round pick, Amari Bailey. He's been showing out in Summer League. And now, he shows out with Gabe. Gabe, oh! Well, we have one of the four Hornets 2023 rookies making this Charlotte Sports Live debut. Amari Bailey, the second-round pick out of UCLA. How's everything been going this past few weeks, man? Everything's been great. I've just been uh, soaking everything up and uh, just trying to be a sponge. And you look at over the last few weeks, you know, obviously being a sponge, trying to learn on the fly. A few weeks since you got that call, a call that every guy dreams of that grows up playing basketball, getting that call, getting drafted to the NBA. Has everything started to sink in yet? What have the emotions been like these past few weeks? The last few weeks have really just been a blur. Um, that's like the best way I can put it. It's just been a blur. Um, being able to just meet all the guys and get some practices in before we took off to Sacramento and now being here in Vegas having played a couple games. Um, it feels good just getting like the league feel under your belt and uh, just getting my feet wet. And of course, you know, coming out of high school, highly touted five-star recruit out of Sierra Canyon, dealt with some injuries your senior year, freshman year at UCLA, end up falling into the second round. How did that adversity over the past couple of years shape you into the man you are now? And would you say you have an extra chip on your shoulder going into the second round? Uh, I would say I for sure have a chip on my shoulder. Um, whether I got drafted 41st, first, um, I, I don't really think that the chip, uh, the, the pick number matters, but it, I would say, because um, I'm not looking for universal love, but at the same time, um, I do have that chip on my shoulder to just go 10 times harder now that I'm in the league. And um, I have an opportunity to just show um, what I'm capable of doing. 
and then going back to high school as well, you know, alongside a lot of other great talent, most notably Ronnie James, Zaire Wade, the sons of two of the best we've seen in the NBA. What was it like playing alongside those guys and having LeBron and Dwayne Wade around the program when you were in high school? I mean, just having LeBron and D-Wade, um, it was really good just them having a lot of knowledge, um, having been two of the great, two of the greats to um, ever play the game, and um, them just pouring into us whenever they could um, and whenever they were around the program. Then Bronny and Z-Wade just being, uh, one, just great teammates, and two, um, they're really um, basketball junkies and they love the game. And I'm sure having, you know, those guys around, you got to have some memorable stories from that time when you were in high school having LeBron and Dwayne Wade around. Just anything you want to share? Anything funny? Maybe just anything uh, from that time? Yeah, we were in China and we were on the opposite side of, um, we were on the opposite side of, uh, the airport and we had we thought we had an hour delay that only ended up being 10 minutes so we look we were running that thing like it was a 40-yard dash so i would say that's probably one of the funnier moments because that was the first time we were all really around each other and that's how we that's how we started our trip luckily you guys were able to make it in time and of course Coming into the NBA, it's a big transition coming from college. When you look at your game personally, what have been some of the main things that you've been wanting to work on since getting into the league and maybe some feedback that you've gotten so far? Just on defense, uh, being in the right places, um, communicating, just having more active hands, um, just being a lockdown defender, and then on top of that, just continuing to be consistent with my shooting. And then noticing you, obviously, and Nick Smith at summer practice, summer league practice a few weeks ago, getting into some extra work, you know, leading up to getting to Vegas in Sacramento. What's some that relationship been like between the two of you guys, being the two guards that got drafted? And how would you say that you guys feed off each other? I feel like we both feed off each other because we're just very competitive. And we all just, um, we both just, um, just strive to just try to be the best. I think that's just amazing energy to be around. And Nick and I have, um, We've grown like a relationship throughout high school, having been roommates at um, Team USA and Jordan Brand. So um, I'm very familiar with Nick, and um, he just has great vibes and great energy. When you look at the identity of this team heading into the season, once you guys get with the Vets, what would you say is the current identity of this Hornets team heading into the season? Um, we have a bunch of young gunners, but uh, as well as Vets um, that are really just trying to win. Um, I feel like we got a lot of great pieces in the draft and just being able to feed off of what the team already has um, coming in, being a sponge, obviously as rookies and uh, just trying to win. I think that's the biggest thing, getting to the playoffs, give ourselves a chance and just win. Oh, big personality. Nice job, Gabe. <laughs> Charlotte FC is having trouble getting into the win column, but a new addition hopes to change the tide and then the ties on the pitch, something we all hope to see pretty, uh, pretty soon. That's coming up next. Hey, Charlotte FC continuing to try and get back in the win column. They haven't won since May. They've tied like a billion in a row at this point. So they went out and they signed Brett DeJager to a contract in 2025. That doesn't help this year at all, or even next year for that matter. The move is a pending of visa. DeJager joins Charlotte after winning a cup. Wait, is that becomes in 25 or till? Until, oh, until 2025. So it does help this year and 2024. Until 2025. He played in France last year in uh, League One. He had four goals and one assist for his former club game. 
Turning the focus to his new team, the Crown, like you mentioned, hasn't won a match since the first weekend in June. They haven't lost a match, rather, but they haven't won since May. Five straight draws for Charlotte FC. And one of those ties coming against the team they'll see this weekend at CF Montreal, north of the border. And newcomer Scott Arfield is hoping to notch his first win with the club. The veteran midfielder says he already feels right at home. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, the first couple of weeks was obviously just just training prior to the game until I got the visa sorted and and was capable of playing. And I think you know going forward that would that's going to help me a lot. Um, and the two or three weeks behind the scenes, I really got to know my teammates. Really got to know them on and off the pitch. Charlotte and Montreal kick off at seven thirty on Saturday. The Crown sits twelfth in the East with twelve league matches remaining. All right, it's that time, everybody. Wake up. Nudge her, nudge him, wake up. <laughs> Time for quick six. Brian's here. Brian, you ready to roll, big cat? Let's do it, big dog. Let's start with you. <laughs> Miles Sanders had 50 receptions his rookie season, had just 74 total the next three seasons. How many catches will he have next season? I think he's going to have more than 50 this season. And I think that's a pretty good number. I think they, they Frank Reich offense, along with Thomas Brunton, they like to throw the ball a little bit. And uh, I think he's going to be having a good year. Gabe. What's harder to watch? The Hornets in Summer League or Hornets like game 68 of the season? I'd have to say, honestly, Summer League, because at least during the season, we saw the veterans and quote unquote the stars of this team. Right now, we're seeing a bunch of guys who will likely be playing in Greensboro most of the year. There's really no structure. I would prefer watching the regular season as bad as it was over what we've been watching the past couple weeks. That is by far the most insulting question we have ever <laughs> had in this segment. Brian, the Braves entered the All-Star break with the best record in Major League Baseball. Will they finish the regular season with that? 60 wins right now. I say they get to the 100, and they do stay on top. I think the Marlins are right behind them, but they're not going to catch them. Uh, it's going to be the Braves all the way. It's just going to see how far they go in the postseason. Victor Webman-Yama says that the NBA game is less physical. He says it's soft over here than the European League. So do you or do you disagree? I would have to disagree. Just wait until the regular season, my friend, because obviously the guys you're playing against right now, probably not the guys that are going to be seeing night in and night out once the regular season comes around. So just, just wait, just wait. But yeah, I, wait until I after, they, after, after they see, hear that comment, what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why even poke the bear at exactly. all? Maybe I. You saw what happened with LeBron and Dylan Brooks last year. Christian Pulisic uh, signed his four-year deal with AC Milan, Brian, after he stint with Chelsea. That didn't live up to the expectations. Do you think he would have a bigger impact if he played here in the MLS? Absolutely he would. He's already a huge star with a great name here and lesser competition, of course, than playing over there. So absolutely he would. Gabe, you have to eat a glizzy, which is a hot dog for everyone, <laughs> every day for the rest of your life. But you can only pick three condiments and three other toppings. Go. I would have to go mustard. Chili, cheddar cheese on top, and some onions. Perfect hot dogs. Through the, through the boxes. That is awesome. My God. <laughs> Absolutely. My God. <laughs> Heck yeah, I love that answer. All right, Brian, thanks for tuning in, bud. Uh, former Charlotte Knight pitcher and cancer survivor, Leon Hendricks has gotten a QC crown or two in the past. Last night, he added to the trophy case by winning the ESPY's Jimmy V Award for Perseverance. He also won a crowning right here on the show. Congratulations, Liam. We got our crowns for tonight. Back. All right, back here on CSL, sending you to bed the best way we know how with our QC crowns. Will, who you got tonight? Man, Philip Rivers. He says he's retired, but that man is working overtime. He and his wife having their 10th child, Tiffany Rivers. I mean, let's be honest, that's the real crown. She's doing all the work.
but 10 kids. Man, he almost has a whole starting uh, starting offense. You got a left tackle, left guard, center, all that. <laughs> Good for you, Philip. Hey, congrats to him and the fan. My crown tonight going out to Coastal Carolina outfielder Graham Brown, who is running it back for one more year in Conway. He's been a key piece in Coastal success the past two seasons after transferring from the JUCO ranks. Brown's 17 home runs and 71 RBI were both second on the team this spring, a big step up from his seven homers and 37 ribbies during his first season in Teal. Some good news for a young Coastal team that looks to make an even deeper run next year after winning the Sunbelt regular season title this year. All right, so we got 10 seconds. Yeah. We were talking about this in the break. Everyone at home, find us on Twitter and tweet us one word to describe Nick Cannon's career. We need that. We'll have the results <laughs> tomorrow night on Charles Sports Live. Good night. Serious stuff.